back to the ticket weeknights on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com Hello and welcome back into the Dayway Nebraskan show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Again, you can watch us on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook or Allo Channel 961. And if you want to text into the show, the text line is open. The Sutter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. But right now on the OWL VIP line, we have Ben Beecham who covered the women's basketball game against Rutgers on Saturday. Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing good. That's awesome. Glad you stayed up with us. You know, we did a lot of men's basketball talk first segment, so wanted to also get in the women's side of that. They had a tough, close road home loss against Rutgers. Barely won't, weren't able to pull it out. Ben, can you kind of just give your overly, overlying recap? What happened in the game? What didn't go right for Nebraska. They just got dominated in the paint. Rutgers yeah. was able to get whatever they wanted. They were just getting through the perimeter defense, getting good shots at the rim. And I don't think it's an exaggeration to call this the worst loss of the Amy Williams era. Maybe. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they've lost three out of the last four, I believe, is what I last saw. I mean... This I'm, was a Rutgers team that hadn't won a conference game yet. Yeah, I mean... I know we can kind of touch on this later, but, you know, if this keeps coming up, is Amy Williams. I know she's got uh, – uh, who's the big recruit she got? Brett – is it Prince? Brett Prince. Yes. I couldn't yep. think of her name. I know like she has a big recruit coming in, but it's like how secure is her job? I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to bring it up, but, you know, sometimes you got to when success isn't always there. But, Anthony, I'll kind of throw it to you if you have a question for Ben. Uh, yeah, so the Rutgers game, it was a close first half. Then the second half, Rutgers outscored Nebraska 22-11. to Nebraska was able to kind of flip that in the fourth quarter, 21-11, uh, to but obviously coming up one point short. What kind of happened there out, outside of the break that kind of led Nebraska to struggle? And I guess how did they kind of, how did they readjust and just respond to that adversity in the fourth quarter? In the third quarter, they just couldn't buy a bucket. They shot 3 of 17 as a team. I mean, that's just not going to cut it in the Big Ten. They did start hitting some shots in that final quarter, 7 of 18, 3 of 7 from 3, but they came up short. They just couldn't stop Rutgers on defense when it mattered down in the stretch. And, yeah, they forced a lot of turnovers on Rutgers just throughout the whole game, but couldn't get it done. Yeah, kind of going along with that, they rallied from a 13-point fourth quarter deficit what um do you think kind of sparked that and um Markowski, Markowski I think led the way with 13 points but was there another notable player that you saw that kind of helped with that and was like an impact player in the game uh, off the bench they had Kendall Moriarty and Logan Nisley both hitting some big threes really got the crowd into it towards the end it got really loud in PBA in the final quarter uh, they got some good bench production, which they have had all year from freshmen. Um, yeah, so you mentioned Moriarty, eight points. Uh, she's really been on a roll as of late. The last five games, she's averaging 8.2 points per game, seeing a real increase in minutes for the first time since really early in the year. 
I know there's kind of been an opening on that starting uh, in that starting lineup. Callan Hake has been in it as of late, but she's only scored eight points the past two games where she's been starting. Do you think Moriarty can kind of regain that spot in the starting lineup going forward? Uh, yeah, they've really been mixing around with that fifth person. They started the year, uh, I think Callan Hake was in it at the start of the year, and then Maddie Cruel, when she returned, stepped in. But Callan Hague, after a big game against Iowa, stepped in, took that role. So I wouldn't be surprised after that big loss if they try to put in Moriarty or Logan Nisley, who have been great sparks off the bench. Jess Petrie also gave good 20 minutes. She had nine points. She could slip into that fifth spot. Yeah, and um, next week they're obviously headed to Michigan for a road game. And, um, yeah, last time I checked, there's six and five in the conference. So what do you think Nebraska needs to fix or, you know, really need to work on this week to, to beat the Wolverines? Uh, yeah, they really just need to work on shooting. I mean, it sounds simple, but 23 of 68, the starter shot 12 of 48 against Rutgers. They just really need to just get in a rhythm to start the game. They got out of rhythm a lot against Rutgers. They found a rhythm against Michigan at home, but we'll see if they'll be able to do that on the road in Ann Arbor. I want to get the next line in here because we had a text that said, that is a stupid statement. Her job is not in jeopardy. Come on, get serious. <laughs> okay, so I want to address this because, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't feel attacked, but, you know, I, I just wanted to bring it up because I'm not saying she should be fired at all because she has Brett Prince coming in. Like, But I'm just saying... Last year, this was a ranked team in the preseason. Things went downhill pretty quickly for that team. They made a WNIT win or a run. It was nice to end the year, but you know they didn't live up the expectations. Now this year, you probably had you're on a. I know this is just short sample size, early like recently, but you're on. You've lost three out of your last four games, and this is that this Rutgers loss. This was bad. Okay. So I'm not saying she's going to get fired, but I'm just saying if this team doesn't get going this year and then she doesn't have success, you know, with Prince coming in, I'm just saying, like, it's not out of the question for us to start a question. I mean, every time we have a chance to throw Hoiberg under the bus, we do. And then when it comes to women's basketball, it's just like people are afraid to, you know, they, they don't they don't throw her name under the bus in the same way. Anthony, what, do you, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean... It's kind of like not the same really story. I mean, Fred Hoiberg, he's been a guy who has his first few years at Nebraska has pretty much had a completely different team every year. Yes. Filled with transfers that for a long time didn't pan out. And Nebraska fans were a little upset with that. Go back with the coach before that, Tim Miles. Nebraska was a team that was on the bubble of the NCAA tournament in 2017-2018. Started the next season ranked. Didn't have the best year. Ended up making that IT tournament in Nebraska. Fired Tim Miles. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like, at what point is, you know, not like, are we just gonna have not making the NCAA tournament, not winning around, and that is that just gonna be the norm? Like, I, I, mean, I'm I mean, just, I'm just, I'm just asking. Like, what, like, what are our expectations? Time, like, Amy Williams still in her time has led Nebraska to two NCAA tournaments. I know, probably could have made it to more. Like last year, they had high expectations. Little yeah, underwhelming I get year. It. Former Big Ten Coach of the Year. I, I think 
this season's definitely not a season to fire her if Nebraska no. underperforms, but maybe going forward. I'm just saying that don't get mad at me that I'm asking about the security of her job. That That's what I'm saying because it's not out of the question that, you know, if they don't have success, I mean, this year is one of the toughest years, I feel like, for Amy, for Williams in her Nebraska career so far as the coach. I mean, you have a big transfer coming in. If you don't get it done, I'm just saying, like, this is college basketball. This isn't high school where, you know, we give you a pound back and say, oh, where are you trying? You you get paid to win games, and NCAA tournament game wins is what it's happening. You know, Hoiberg, this is the best Nebraska's looked in 20, 30 years. There's people that are saying he should be fired after the Maryland game. <laughs> like, that, like that, see, that's what I don't get. Because Hoiberg finally has this team playing the best that maybe Nebraska's ever seen, and yet there's still people that think that he should should have been fired after that game. But then Amy Williams, oh man, don't do that. Like I, I'm not trying to start a controversy. I'm just saying I don't get the difference in that. What do you think, Ben? Obviously, following Nebraska women's basketball all year, you've seen some Nebraska wins, you've seen some losses, like Saturday. What are your thoughts on Amy Williams' job so far? I mean, it's year eight. Uh, it's not crazy to say that her job's in jeopardy. I wouldn't say it'd be this year, but if this continues next year, I could see that. This year, they obviously lost Widener before the season started. Yes, yes, I She's get that. She's a big player. She's yeah. big for this team. and But, I mean, only two NCAA tournament appearances, no wins. It's not crazy to say that her job's in jeopardy. No, no. Like, like I'm not calling for her to be fired. Like, that, like, like that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, you know— when you don't have success for multiple, multiple years, it, it's going to happen. It's just, this is college basketball. You know, Nebraska with football with Bo Pelini, it was like, okay, we were making bowl games, getting nine to 10 wins. It wasn't good enough. I get that's Husker football and that they were national, you know, national championship. It seems like every year they were in the contenders in the 90s, but like, it's, it, this should apply for all sports, specific, especially women's basketball that has a pretty big market. I mean, I'm just saying, like, this isn't like, you know, some of the smaller sports in Nebraska that don't get that much traction where, like, you know, they kind of just keep the same coach in because they want to keep that culture. But, like, this is women's basketball. It actually brings in a decent amount of revenue for Nebraska. It's not out of the question to say this team needs to start getting success and fast. But, Ben, I think that's all the time we got for you. I want to thank you for coming in on the show. Definitely have to have you call in again. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yep, that was Ben Beecham on the Aloe VIP line. Before we go to break, because we had a person on the YouTube stream that was really want to talk about it. We're going to talk about it now. Grammys. Okay. I know I know. we're, we're differentiating away from the, the sports talk, but, you know. Maybe that's good. But, yeah, because, yeah. you know, we've been talking about sports for 40 minutes. So, um, I did not watch the Grammys, but I did see the results marissa was kind of watching the grammys marissa i'm gonna let you kind of you know take this away because i feel like you have stronger opinions on this than me yeah um i mean there were so many stories from last night um i mean i know there's a lot of hate on taylor swift right now and i don't want this to be like taylor swift show or anything because i know that's a turn off but she did have a big night at the grammys she won her fourth album album of the year uh which makes her the only artist in history to win four albums of the year um so that was a pretty big 
night for her. And she also announced her new album that's going to be coming out in yep. April. I did um, see that. Yeah. So that was pre- pretty surprising. I think um, a lot of her fan base thought that she was going to announce Reputation Taylor's version, but she came out with a new album instead. So um, that's exciting. It's called the, tw- uh, I always mess this up. <laughs> The Tortured Poets Department. I always want to call it the Dead Poet Society. But, um, but yeah, that's what it is. So, yeah, she had, she had a big night. She also won a Pop Vocal Album of the Year. So that was really exciting. Uh, Miley Cyrus won her first Grammy. That was pretty big. Uh, Which, her. that surprised me, okay? I, yeah. I'm not a huge music person, but, like, wasn't Miley Cyrus? Like, she was Hannah Montana. Like, I'm yeah, not wrong there, I right? Know. Like, how, like, that's how she became, pop, like, famous, like, how is it just now that that's happening? I guess she had like the really uh, flowers. That was a really big song. Yeah. She had a really good album, but like, really, this was the first one. I know. I was surprised by that too. Um, but yeah, that was really exciting though for her flowers to win. Uh, yeah. Two times actually. Say so she got her flowers. She got her flowers. <laughs> there you go. Anthony. She had to make a song about flowers to get her flowers. Yeah, and she got to perform the song too. Yeah. Um, and so that was also a pretty big moment and. Um, and Mariah Carey presented that award with her, so that was kind of a moment between them. Uh, Billy Joel um, performed, and he's going to release a new single. Um, Ooh, which is, I did not know that. Yeah, that's pretty big for Billy Joel fans out there. Um, I believe the song is Turn the Lights Back On. Um, and so that's pretty cool to see him coming out with new music. Oh, gosh, what else happened? Uh, Joni Mitchell performed. Um, not too familiar with her as much but i know she's pretty historic in the music world tracy chapman also performed with mm-hmm. um luke holmes that was really uh, fast cool. car yeah so, really cool moment there we yeah, had a sure. youtube comment said travis scott was robbed do we want to touch on that because <laughs> I, I i don't really know how he was robbed i, I didn't watch <laughs> it so I, i'm curious was he um, robbed so the big thing here is like killer mike one which yeah. he's a guy who now here's a guy. People, <laughs> who Sorry. People in this real like college demographic and even even like twenties, thirties, they don't really know who he is. He makes music that he's one of the guys who's been in the game for a long time. He mm-hmm. he makes he's like when you hear these old heads talk about like oh real rap. That's that's what kind of killer Mike <laughs> is. Um, me personally, I would like to see Metro Boomin win for rap Metro album of the Boomin. year um i think that was the best rap album that year i thought it was better than utopia but yeah that's yeah. the only rapper out of all of those that i even have like any of his songs <laughs> in my playlist from this last album but um yeah we had a youtube commenter that was really not happy that travis scott was robbed <laughs> so i thought i'd bring that up but we better throw it to break when we come back we're gonna get some olympic sports talk going with husker sports gonna kind of recap the weekend with how tennis did Swim and dive, golf, wrestling, all that and more. It's coming right here on the Daywind Nebraskan Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.